Hello, everyone, and welcome to Journey to Success Radio Network. My name is Tom Tutal Cunningham. I'm a Napoleon Hill Foundation certified instructor and resiliency expert, having had rheumatoid arthritis since the age of five. That's 46 years now, and in that time, I've had four hips, four knees, and two shoulders replaced and been hospitalized about 40 times. I help people to think, speak, and act positively through the many and varied challenges of life. You can find out more about me in this interview at uh, my website, journeytosuccessradio.com. Joining me as a co-host today is my uh, colleague at TechBlocks, Peter Goral. Peter, introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about TechBlocks before we get on to our amazing guest today from New Balance, my favorite shoes. Thanks very much, Tom. I'm glad to be here on the show with you again today. Yes, my name is Peter Goral. I'm Vice President of Business Development and Client Relations at TechBlocks. And at TechBlocks, it's our mission through a convergence of consulting, creativity, and technology to serve small, medium, and enterprise companies by helping them to optimize their business in the digital world. And I'm sure we'll get to talk more about that because I think you're, uh, it would appear that uh, your guest today has uh, some interest on that front. Thanks so much, uh, Peter. And today our guest is John Purdy, Marketing Manager for New Balance Canada. Uh, a little bit of a different interview for me, but uh, as I mentioned in the introduction, having had four hips, four knees, and two shoulders replaced and rheumatoid arthritis, uh, shoes are enormously important for me. Uh, one of my ankles was fused surgically at 90 degrees. The other one just fused on its own at 45 degree angle. And so my feet are messed up. And at least three chiropodists have gone out of their way to sell me on buying New Balance shoes for a variety of great reasons. And uh, uh, although I like Nike, I wear New Balance uh, just because of the comfort and how much easier it is on my body. Uh, New Balance is headquartered in Boston, Massachusetts. Their mission is to demonstrate responsible leadership, build global brands that athletes are proud to wear, associates are proud to create, and communities are proud to host. New Balance is currently the only athletic shoe company that manufactures footwear in the U.S., with 25% of their U.S. footwear shipments produced at five New England facilities. Uh, The company also operates a manufacturing facility in Film B in the U.K., which Peter Peter will appreciate being from the U.K. New Balance employs more than 4,000 associates around the globe and in 2011 reported worldwide sales of $2 billion dollars And what I found uh, from looking as well is that they're privately owned. Ah, Blew me away. I never knew that. Welcome to the show today, John. Uh, Thanks, Tom and uh, Peter. I'm really happy to be here and uh, happy to talk to you and your listeners about New Balance, the brand, um, some of our products, and uh, you know some of our strategies and and mission to uh, to help people with uh, with uh, hard to fit feet, um, as well as uh, performance and uh, and lifestyle, which is a big part of our business. Well, let me start with the shoe part of it because that's the, my saving grace and why I'm a ginormous fan of New Balance. Uh, I know some of the differentiation with New Balance from the other big name brands uh, because my chiropodists have—I think they're on commission. They sell me so hard on New Balance <laughs> that are they that are they just know that the shoes are so good. For one, for myself, you can imagine with arthritis, I need a shoe that 
is wider, has various widths because my foot size in the morning and during the day can be bigger, smaller, fatter, swollen, not swollen. So I need a shoe with a different width that other manufacturers don't offer. But, John, why don't we give you the marketing guy? You should know all these differentiations uh, from New Balance and those other guys out there. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so New Balance, you know, we're we're really founded on uh, fit and performance. That's uh, that's really what is in our DNA. Um, all of our footwear product line uh, comes in multiple widths, um, right across the spectrum of the width, uh, and and as well as from a length perspective, um, we go all the way up to uh, size 18 as well. So you know, we do have. Um, footwear to fit everybody, uh, which is a big part of what we do and what Jim and Ann Davis have instilled in the company, our owners. Um, and, you know, on top of, you know, the type of fitting we do, um, a lot of our product, most of our product has really um, innovative technology. So whether that's stability technology, roll bar, and, and that kind of stuff for somebody who needs more stability or motion control, all the way down to cushioning, as well as uh, upper construction um, to make shoes lighter um, and therefore faster from a performance perspective. Um, so, you know, it's one thing that, you know, we really pride ourselves on from a New Balance perspective and how we do differentiate ourselves from the competition is really on the fit of our product um, and the ability for it to, uh, to fit anybody's needs to make them better at whatever they're trying to do, whether that's walking, running, playing, um, training. Uh, we would really try to make sure that footwear that we make is made for the end consumer to make them uh, do the best they can possibly do. And I can attest that it is, they are great shoes and for me they really make it so important for me and so uh, I agree with all of those and love your shoes for sure and uh, I'll always be wearing them. Uh, they're stylish and they're uh, great for my arthritis. Uh, so, yeah, great. Thanks so much, uh, John. Peter, you must have a question or two uh, for John as well while I'm here. Yes, thanks, Tom. Uh, yes, John, um, and, I, and trust me, I do not mean to sidetrack you um, from talking about New Balance because part of the you know, part of the interest that our audience has is uh, is the opinions of uh, uh, specific individuals in the market. And you know, we've all we've all seen the news associated with some of Canada's well-known uh, retail brands that are closing their doors, and uh, and you know, courtesy of numerous reasons, right? I mean, there's probably a, a laundry list when you think about it. And, and I'm just wondering. What opinion do you have on the state of things, you know, the, the landscape, the retail landscape itself? Well, I mean, it's, it's definitely changing, uh, Peter, for sure. I think a big part of that is, is really based on what the consumer is looking for and how they want to shop and purchase. Uh, you know, the Internet and, and uh, e-commerce um, platforms are, are really taking a stronger piece of the market. Uh, to be honest, with regards to, um, you know, satisfying the customer, delivering product when they want it, um, either, you know, and as well with free shipping and stuff to avoid people from going into malls and stuff. So it really is. And, and to be honest, when you look at re the retail landscape, retailers have to adapt, just like brands have to adapt and just like consumers have to adapt to a certain degree on, on the changing landscape. And, um, you know, at New Balance, we do have an e-commerce platform. But our sole purpose for that is really a brand build. It's to support our brand initiatives, um, our athletes, um, provide customers with information on our products. Um, mm -hmm. But what we are trying to do first and foremost is to drive consumers into our retail partners 
So whether that's um, key accounts and sporting goods side, whether that's family footwear or run specialty, um, they are really um, our key partners and the people that we need to um, have um, a really strong relationship with. Um, and they can yeah. deliver at different levels what consumers are looking for to a real one-on-one -on -one interaction, you know, really provide them with fit advice, uh, gate analysis, how product is supposed to be used, you know, information about new technologies and innovation. Um, and that's really mm -hmm. what we're trying to do is make sure the consumer is well informed about our product, but also around, um, you know, the running uh, category or training tips and nutrition, really to have an active lifestyle. And we do that with right. our partners uh, and the retail side. Yeah. Well, I think, I think uh, as Tom alluded to in his, uh, in his preamble, you know, footwear, and, and I'm in full agreement, footwear is a very uh, precarious product, and, and, and it has a very meaningful, supportive uh, element to your whole body. I've always been a proponent of good quality shoes. I mean, no matter what, I would rather, I would rather buy a good pair of shoes and, because I know I'm going to be on my feet all day in them, I work in them, I walk in them, I, you know, I, I run in them. I mean, it, it, there's so many things that your body uh, is affected by within, you know, the various nerve endings, in, you know, in your in your in your um, feet. So, it, I, I guess, some of that uh, and the reality of that kind of supports the fact that you need credible individuals to interact with. But there's a real battle out there. I see even on scientific uh, products where people are just want direct access you know the the consumer is wanting direct access to that information and, and direct access to all the content um, it, it would appear and I'm only guessing and you could probably uh, validate this it would appear that you've got a strategy in play to give them what they want when they want where they want it would you talk to that a little bit yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I think, uh, you know, one of the best tools that uh, brands and, and people in general have now is social media, um, to be able to share ideas, to be able to talk to other like-minded individuals, um, to really gain mm -hmm. information and understand other people's points of view. And, you know, we do a lot with social media from a global perspective, but even from a Canadian perspective, um, to really provide consumers with that type of information that you're talking about, you know, dispel myths yes. potentially, um, and then reinforce, um, you know, credible information. Um, and, you know, at the end of the day, the consumer is going to make the choice, uh, you know, what brand they want to go with, you know, what color they want, um, what size they want. It's act it actually always comes down to the consumer at the end of the day, and it's getting right. more to brands and, um, and business leaders of providing them with all the information and the best information possible and allow them to make those decisions. And then once they do make a decision on a brand or a product, to really provide them with um, all the assistance and, uh, and yeah. uh, support yeah. that you can down yeah. the road because you want to keep them right. as a loyal consumer uh, and a loyal sure. customer and a loyal person to the brand. Um, you know, customer brand loyalty, I think, is something that uh, at times um, gets taken for granted, but it's a really important part of building the credibility of a brand. And, uh, and if you can provide consumers with what they want and provide them with, you know, go above and beyond uh, to make sure that they're happy with their purchase as well as all the things that come with that, then uh, you've got, a, you've got a, a consumer for life that's going to be uh, a big brand advocate for you in the future. And then through their social media channel, channels will be a real brand ambassador for you down the road.
Yeah, there's no question in my mind listening to you that you understand the the new terminology that's out there associated with branding, and that is advocacy. Advocacy exactly. not just from within the confines of the corporation, but leading, you know, stretching out into the community and creating um, creating the friendship kind of approach and the community kind of approach. So it would appear, I'm taking a look as an outsider, and it would appear that uh, uh, New Balance has uh, really stepped up in that, in that, in that zone. Yeah, and, and that's the way that, that uh, consumers and just people in general are interacting. Um, it is a lot more instant gratification. You know, people want to yeah. get information and get it quickly. Um, they, yeah. want, they want it to be at their fingertips given mobile technology and, um, uh, you know, iPads and digital, digital access. Yeah. Uh, it really Absolutely. is. You need to be able to, to speak with them when they want to be spoken to and then interact and react um, with them yeah. as much or be proactive if you can as much as possible as well. For sure. For sure. I'm glad to hear you speak of that. And our audience, you know, is always looking. You know, part and parcel of our service uh, around these interviews is to is to inform and to offer thought leadership. So, uh, you know, I want to thank you up front uh, for being as transparent as you are about uh, about what it is New Balance is doing to make a difference. Thanks very much for that. No, my pleasure, for sure. Hey, John, I have a question. Uh, I noticed, I believe I noticed, uh, New Balance's retail strategy, they have their own stores. You have New Balance stores, but they're also available in, you know, where do I go, Sporting Life and Sport Check and just naming a few that I know. not a big shopper. I'll let my wife do that. Uh, why the two separate? Why have a new New Balance stores and then also sell it in retail stores? And in your New Balance stores, do you sell anything other than New Balance uh, or just New Balance? Yeah, so the New Balance stores in the Canadian marketplace are all independently owned, owned and operated. So they're a licensed agreement. Uh, we don't oh. actually own those stores. Um, we do support them um, on branding and in-store um, activation um, training and, uh, and tools to uh, connect with consumers. Um, but they're all independently owned and operated, and they're you know, one of our best channels to really highlight the brand and promote the brand. Um, because it is a New Balance store and it is all New Balance product, um, as well as other products that are in there, like uh, we've got a, a, an affiliation with another company called Dry Dock that does uh, you know, more family footwear, brown shoe and, and work shoes. Um, so they're sold in there as well, but it's all under the New Balance incorporate umbrella. Um, so everything in there is New Balance or a New Balance uh, partnership. Um, with regards to own stores, there are some own stores in the United States. Um, so there's a, there's one on Boylston Street in Boston that's a corporately owned store. There's one in New York, another one in the Pentagon, uh, and a few other ones um, around the country. And those are corporate-owned stores. They're really called brand flagship stores. And the purpose of those is really to again even highlight the brand even more. Um, you know, have the best the best and the brightest of the brand in those stores. Um, do mm-hmm. launching of new products, engaging with consumers. Um, and really do some pretty unique things. The, the New York store has an actual um, a facility in the store that you can make custom product. So you can come in, wow. you see a, a lifestyle shoe that you would like, and they'll make it there and customize it for you on the spot. So stuff like that that's really engaging, that's all about the experience and about the brand experience. That's what those corporate stores do. We don't have any of those corporate stores in Canada at the moment. Um, down the road there may be, but right now it's just our licensed program. Uh, your, your other question with regards to 
sort of our distribution strategy uh, and where we go from a retail perspective. Um, you know, New Balance is really <clears throat> our big focus is around um, premium distribution, being in the best retail um, areas and the best, best retail partners. So people like the Fort Andy Group, um, FGL Sports who own Sport Check. Um, they also own National and, and uh, Sport Expert in Quebec. So they're a big and a very important partner of ours. Um, and then we have partnerships with um, all other types of retail um, HBC, we have a partnership there, we have a partnership with Sporting Life, and it's really, you know, to give consumers access to our product um, where they want to shop. And somebody who's more comfortable in a sporting goods environment, we want to make sure that we're providing them with New Balance product there that they really want to buy. At the same, you know, if they're in the mall and they want to go into uh, an HBC or a Town Shoes, uh, we want to make sure we've got product there that speaks to them and that the marketing and brand that we put around those products speak to those consumers. So it's a real de detailed distribution and segmentation strategy that we have. We, as a brand, do not go into sort of more of the broad market, um, sort of um, lower price point um, type of distribution. Um, I would say something like a Walmart. That's not where New Balance um, is traded. We don't, we don't, or a Costco. We're not in those areas in Canada. Um, and that's uh, that's a a strategy that we put in place since we started in Canada about 25 years ago was we really want to be places that are premium, that have a premium story, um, that don't have you know discounted or off-price product um, on a regular basis, and that's why we're in the in the uh, retail um, places that we are today. Well, you've definitely um, drawn your line in the sand, as they say, right, as on on where you're going to be and how you're going to be perceived and and I guess by virtue of that you you really get to focus on your business because uh, I think yeah. there's you know when you when you what you just spoke about I mean when I'm looking at, I'm looking at that uh, architecture I'm going wow there's a lot of moving parts to that company <laughs> and how do you you know how, how do you keep it private I mean like that that's that's like a very compelling question how does a private company this big keep its balance. I mean, what, well, it, it takes a lot of work, Peter. It takes a lot of work for sure. <laughs> it's, uh, and you, you have to be um, you know, forward-thinking, and it, it does come down to great partnerships at the end of the day and, and yeah. really strong communication, making sure that we're planning out for the, far enough ahead with our key partners on key product and key launches um, and making sure that at the end of the day, it's the consumer at the center of everything. It's where the consumer yeah. wants to go, how they want to shop, you know, how they want to react or relate to the brand, um, and working with our retail partners to really bring that that message and that positioning to the consumer. And you yeah. know, whenever I'm putting together things on a brand uh, level or a marketing uh, communication level, it is always mm -hmm. with the consumer at the center. Um, and always right. looking, okay, how is the consumer going to perceive something or is this something that you know, we want to be promoting from a brand perspective or a product perspective? On that front, are you actually um, capturing information from your clients? Are you asking, are you asking for this information? Are you, are you taking it from any specific uh, uh, channel or vehicle you know, before you make a decision as to what you do? Yeah, yeah, most definitely. You know, we we use lots of um, data uh, and information um, through analytics and uh, and our sales process um, to really mm -hmm. fine tune what we're doing and how we're building our strategic plans. Um, we yeah. also use uh, market research and consumer insights through um, companies like NPD, 
um, right. or uh, leisure trends in the U.S. Um, you know, really to pinpoint what consumers are doing, what are their purchase habits, you know, how are they sort of going through the, the purchase funnel, um, and where we can really make an, a, a, you know, an impact or a, or a change in behavior to help drive um, sales and help promote the brand. So, yeah, we, we take all those factors into account um, and really, really dive down on, you know, what, what makes the brand what it is, why it resonates with consumers, where are their new opportunities, where are their growth opportunities, um, whether that's product or positioning or distribution or pricing strategy. So we take all of that stuff into account when we're, uh, when we're putting together our short and long-term plans. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, uh, just in just in preparing for this in- interview, I you know I was obviously forced to go digging, and I, I, quite frankly, I've never seen as much information on a company. I mean, uh, one of the one of the largest pieces that I've ever laid my eyes on is this hundred and eight page leadership report, which I, I think is absolutely astounding. But the one thing that like just blew me away was this brand new product called New Sky that's that's actually almost completely made out of recycled water bottles. Yeah, so that product like, was launched that uh, stunning. Yeah, that was launched uh, a few years ago and it's um yeah, I mean it was it's environmentally friendly, um even more so. I mean all the upper is completely made with recycled um plastic water bottles. So that's the kind of innovation that you know we're trying to bring to market as much as possible. That's new things, brilliant. new ways of doing things, um, a different way for us to produce products and and provide that innovation to the consumer. Uh, and we're never going to yeah. stop trying. I mean, we're always in testing mode. We're always trying new things, um, and we'll continue yeah. to do that. I mean, it's it's one of the benefits of being a privately held company. You can you can really have things incubate to a certain degree or have a lot of R&D happening behind the scenes. Um, and then when things are ready, you know, bringing them to market when it makes the most sense and is the best time. Yeah. Um, and that product was a, was a great example of that for sure. I think you just hit the nail on the head where uh, you maybe even answered the question with regards to why, why and how you keep something private. And the reality is you probably don't have to go too far to get a decision to go do something, you know, particularly if it's, uh, you know, a, a small executive leadership team, you all get in one room, you make up your mind you're going to go that way, and you go that way uh, and, and not have to go and sell it to stakeholders. Yeah, I mean, there's just like any other uh, big organization or corporation, there's a lot of layers for sure, and we're no different. Yeah. But the, yeah. the great thing is is that we are, um, you know, fully owned by uh, by one family, um, and Jim and Ann Davis are, are incredibly um, involved in the organization. Uh, and the good thing they have done is, you know, they put really competent, smart um, people in, in um, leadership roles that uh, know where the, the brand is, know where it needs to go, yeah. um, and give them the latitude to make some decisions on, on where we're going to go and how we're going to grow. So, um, yeah. you know, it, it's been a pleasure working here, and I, I really enjoy um, the New Balance philosophy in our culture, and, uh, and it helps that uh, we have, uh, you know, a privately held organization that can do, do things um, and let things, um, you know, as I said, uh, incubate for, for over a time until it's ready to bring it to market. Yeah, that's great. Hey, John, I want to ask you, uh, you were talking about product launches, and I noticed that uh, just last month you guys uh, got into the global football or for maybe Canadian soccer industry in a big, big way, and not just got into it. When I was on your webpage about it, like, 
you don't just have like one soccer player uh, promoting it. You got like some big name soccer players promoting the the new soccer football uh, shoes. Uh, talk about that launch because that is a ginormous uh, market and uh, a brand new market for New Balance, I believe, as well, isn't it? It is. It is. I mean, you know, what our our strategic goal. We've got a number of them, but one of them is to be um, a number. You know, the top one of the top three global athletic brands in the world. And in order to do that, you know, there's a couple things that you have to have. You know, you have to have a strong footwear line. You have to have a very very strong apparel line, and and allow them to play off each other. But you also, if you're really going to be at that pinnacle of sport, you have to be in the global game. Um, and football or soccer um, is a very competitive landscape from a uh, product perspective. Um, there's big brands out there spending a lot of money and a lot of effort uh, to win there. But with New Balance's DNA around fit and performance, uh, we know we've been around since 1906, and we've always stressed that fit and performance are, are where the athlete needs to go to perform at their best. Um, entering into global football was a uh, you know a natural progression for the brand, and uh, we're really excited. You know, we've got as you talked about, Tom, we've got a number of high-profile footballers that are wearing our cleats, um, and we've got a number of uh, clubs that are going to be um, kitted out with uh, with New Balance product. Uh, Celtic FC we just announced today. Uh, Porto is another one. Um, we've got a number of them in the EPL and, and across uh, the main uh, leagues in Europe. Um, and we're really excited about it. It's uh, it's a new step and a new um, a new vision for the brand, and it's something that we'll be able just to help complement the rest of our business. And uh, we can't wait to uh, to watch a lot of footy with uh, people wearing New Balance product. Very cool. It is a big launch and uh, with a lot of big names. Uh, now, uh, people so much associate, or at least I do. I'm an old guy, uh, 51. I associate New Balance mostly with shoes, but uh, you have an apparel line and a lifestyle collection. Uh, talk a little bit about uh, those ends of your business as well. As I said, I'm, a, I'm your shoe guy, but I am not necessarily up on the apparel and lifestyle collection that you have. Sure. Yeah, no, they're, they're very deep collections, and we're, and we're, we're lucky to be able to have uh, such a rich um, archive of product on the lifestyle side to be able to bring, you know, authentic um, performance product back in from the 60s and the 40s and the 70s um, that we can now bring back as sort of retro footwear and, and, and brand them as lifestyle shoes. And um, they're, they're very cool. They're, they, you know, they're all based on a performance platform. Um, I probably wouldn't recommend running in those shoes. You could, but I wouldn't do that. It's more, um, it's more for everyday um, lifestyle and wear with a pair of jeans. And it's a big, big part of our business. It's grown really exponentially over the last say three to four years, um, and is and is big from a global perspective. It's really it's really uh, taken off in Asia as well as uh, as well as Europe, and um, and is growing by leaps and bounds in the North American and South American markets. So it's a big part of who we are as a brand, and it also what it allows us to do is is get a little bit younger and really attract a younger demographic that may not have looked mm-hmm. at New Balance in that way before. Um, so if they you know start entering in and start really building an affinity with the brand from a lifestyle perspective. Uh, you know, our hope is that they love the brand and fall in love with what we stand for in our culture, and they'll you know, translate that into performance, both on the footwear side, but also with apparel. Um, and on the apparel side, we've got a really strong line. We, you know, we've we've uh, taken a while to really build it and make sure that it has the right foundation to be able to 
drive that message of performance, but at the same time has to be aesthetically pleasing. It's got to be, um, you know, have a nice hand feel. I mean, when you're looking at apparel um, and what it can do for you as an athlete or just an, you know, an everyday consumer, you want something that you love to look good in that makes you look good. Um, that connects with um, with who you are as a person, and we think that our apparel line, along with our footwear, does that um, better than it's ever done in our history. Yeah, I've uh, you know I'm I've actually grew up in the fashion industry. Uh, I spent uh, some ten or more years, uh, specifically with Dilex, uh, the old Fairweather Big Steel and Tip Top Tailors group that are, are disbanded now, but. I saw I saw some really interesting crossover between um, your apparel items to actually almost classifying them as fashion items. I mean, when I when I take a look at um, when I take a look at some of the models that and you you know that you've actually presented online and some of the crossover advertising, I'm thinking, holy mackerel, you have actually you crossed a, a huge bridge, you know, and uh, it's quite appealing. There's no question yeah. about it. Now, I think you hit the nail on the head. People, people want to actually look as good as they feel when they work out. You know. <laughs> yeah, those lines are, to be honest, Peter. Those lines have really started to blur, um, both on footwear, but also with apparel. You know, people wear yeah. running shoes and performance product um, as as lifestyle product right now, and and the same goes for for apparel. You know, people are taking their their technical tees or things that they, you know, in the past may have used uh, just strictly for workouts um, or to get sweaty in, and they're wearing them to the office, or they're wearing them out to to their son's soccer game or hockey game. So there is a real blurring of the use, the end use of product, Um, and I think if you can can make things look great, high quality, um, and that fit really well, um, the consumer can use them for multiple things, which is, at the end of the yeah. day, is is what the consumer is looking for, and that's what we want to deliver. Well, you're obviously ahead of the game because, you know, as as businesses virtualize and offices become a thing of the past, you know, people are working from their home. You know, or actually, you know, quite frankly, I do as much business uh, today uh, from some coffee bars where I meet people. And, sure. you know, you just you just don't necessarily have to put on uh, you know your blue suit that day. So I mean, uh, it's common, you know, for me to be out in a pair of chinos and a soft pair of shoes and an, and an open neck shirt, and find that my clients dressed very much the same way, if not if not dressed even further down. So you know, uh, it's it's definitely the way of the future. There's no question. There'll always be a re- you know a need for formal wear. But I think that would be weddings, funerals, and <laughs> those other things. But uh, you know, or or perhaps if you're going to your banker, <laughs> you want to impress him for some money. But sure. uh, outside of that, uh, no, you've done a really, really great job. And you know, obviously, there's some masterminds behind the marketing of this. I mean, you are paying attention to the data, and I can, I can, I can see that. I can sense it. And you know, and our audience is you know, are very often betwixt and between on that point. I've talked to individuals, they say, oh, no, I, I don't want to invest in that part because that's taking us, you know, to another realm. And But I can see you've done that with some comfort, or, or did you do it with some comfort? Tell us about yeah, your mean, challenges in trying to convert. Sure. I, you know, it's, it's a lot of it is um, – you know, trial and error, to be honest. Uh, you know, you're okay. not going to hit uh, the home run every single time. And, but I think if you, you, know, if you really listen and uh, you do your due diligence, 
Um, and you talk to people not just within the organization and stakeholders within the organization, but also your partners and the people that um, you know, your success is their success and vice versa. That's how you can really um, you know, usually get to the success side faster than, um, than not. And you know, we, we do that uh, in the Canadian office and we do it in our global head office and in other New Balance offices around the world. Is, you know, we really are here um, um, to be a partnership and at the end of the day having the consumer at the focus and really thinking about everything that we do and how that relates back to the consumer and the consumer's needs and wants uh, and aspirations. That's, that's at the end of the day is what drives us forward, um, both in product development as well as brand creation and ideation um, and supporting you know, new initiatives like uh, NB Football. Uh, that we're getting into, mm -hmm. or uh, any other right. things on that nature. So you know, it's it's all it takes sort of takes all of those things into account, and um, and if you do that, you're gonna you're gonna win more than you're gonna lose. Nice. Yeah. Speaking of product launches, John, uh, I know on March the 19th that you guys have a new spring running product. Now you spoke earlier about I wouldn't run in these shoes. If you have a pair of shoes that can make me run, that's like a miracle. Like <laughs> I can't run. So <laughs> don't tell me not to run in your shoes because I can't run in those shoes. But you have a new product launch coming out. It's fresh foam and I don't know how to pronounce that last word. Z Z A N T E. Yeah, it's the fresh foam Zante. So it's a uh, it's a neutral cushioning shoe. So we you know there's a sort of a spectrum of of product from a stability continuum perspective. There's motion control shoes, which are the really built-up uh, roll bar type shoes. Uh, Tom, probably you wear a few of those, just given your, your foot ailments. Um, and then there's stability shoes, and then there's neutral shoes, um, and then it gets into sort of racing flats and things like that that have really no stability at all, and they're basically just for performance. Um, so this is a neutral uh, cushioning shoe. It's got um, fresh foam technology in the outsole, uh, which gives incredible... Um, cushioning scores and, and just makes you almost feel like you're, you're walking on a cloud or a pillow. Um, and the upper is all um, completely um, uh, fused together, so there's no lacing or anything like that. It's all heat uh, fused, which is, which is really cool, so it's almost like one piece um, and is extremely, extremely light. Um, we've, got a, we've got a number of colors that are going to be coming out in March, and then we have more colors that are coming in the back half of the year. So, you know, something for anybody, for everybody. And it is our, our key global launch um, from a running perspective, um, and we're really, really excited about it. Um, you know, it's a technology that's preparatory to, to New Balance. Um, it's something that we're, we're excited about, and um, you're going to be seeing a lot of um, noise and buzz in the marketplace, both at a retail level, online, through social, um, through advertising and, and public relations. So we've got sort of all marketing um, guns firing on this, and, and we're excited about it and, uh, and happy to share that with, uh, with your listeners. Wow. Walking on a pillow. Oh, my hips and knees just breathe a sigh of relief. <laughs> oh, that sounds so nice. And it uh, sounds like no pressure points as well, built all in one, so no pressure points, which is important for maybe people with diabetes and other things like that where uh, they can't have those pressure points. So it sounds like more than just uh, more than just walking on a pillow, just the whole construction of the shoe sounds amazing. Yeah, it's, it's really it is part of that. And, and, and also, you know, taking away a lot of the uh, things that you don't need in a shoe to really bring the weight down so it's, it's super light. Um, 
and it holds colors super well, and, and it's an amazing platform, as I said, that uh, will give the cushioning that a consumer and the toe-off when people are going for a run that they really are looking forward to. So um, we're excited about it. We know it's going to be a, a, you know, a, a big success for us. Um, and then there's other product coming down after Zante that um, takes this technology and actually builds it out through, um, through other parts of our business and other parts of our footwear line. Yeah. John, I want to compliment you on also on your website. I mean, I take a look, you know, I, we're in the business, you know, of, of lighting people up in the digital world. And uh, I'm going to tell you, that, uh, I think you've done a really, really well, a great job there. Uh, the fact that a person can actually go in and, and really quickly search and find exactly what they want without having to scroll through pages and pages of information, that's absolutely brilliant. It's, you know, I want the audience to hear that. <laughs> because you. yeah, you've done a great job in that. Because this, you know, um, this is this is what we preach. You know, like make it easy, make it simple. You know, and, and allow allow the access. You know, when I when I think about the the kinds of things that people want today, uh, as a consumer, even myself, I want it now. I want it on my phone. I want it on my iPad. I want it delivered to my home. I want it delivered to my office. That kind of thing. I mean, you, uh, it's clear that you've done one hell of a 360-degree job on uh, on the marketing here. Well done. Thank yeah. you. And I appreciate nice that. We, we put a lot of time and effort, and a lot of people worked really hard at making that site. You know, as much as it's a, a, it's a sales site or it's an e-commerce site, first and foremost, it's a brand site. Um, it is to yeah. promote the brand in all aspects of the brand and really engage and enlighten um, consumers when they come there and hopefully find things that they – either did know about the brand or some interesting things that uh, really piqued their interest. Um, and uh, not just from a product perspective, but really just from a, a holistic perspective around the brand. And that, that's, that site is, the Canadian site is really off our, our base.com platform. That's a global right. platform. So that, that you right. know, the .ca, our Canadian site, yes. which has Canadian content and things that we do from a Canadian perspective. Um, yep. But it is, you know, it is based off of the uh, the bigger um, global sites around the world. Understood. So consistency yeah. and messaging, which is great. Yeah, that's absolutely fabulous. And I see the one real common vein right through uh, both is your uh, company that gives back to the community in uh, in spades by the by the looks of it. You know, you're involved in so many so many um, uh, social responsibility. Uh, uh, issues and uh, and causes that's that's fantastic to know too that's yeah sure. I mean I think it's a big part of uh, corporate responsibility is is to yeah. give back um, and to really support communities and um, potentially people who are less fortunate or need a helping hand I mean you know at the end of the day we're here to serve the consumer and we want to make sure that the brand is not just you know making great product um, and delivering on 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 a product perspective or a product platform but that we're also a really good corporate citizen and that we're giving back um, you know, through things like the NB Foundation that we have. Um, we've got a number of programs that support childhood obesity um, as well as um, Komen, which is uh, the Walk for Komen, uh, and a couple mm -hmm. of other things around breast cancer. I mean, there's a lot of things, and that's just a few off the top of my head. We have so many more yeah. that uh, I encourage you know, your, your listeners to, to go to our site and, and check out some of our corporate responsibility um, things and if they want to get involved or, or see things that they uh, um, think would be uh, would be helpful, that you know that is always that's the that the biggest part of it too is how we can work together as a society to really um, to help each other. Yeah, and that's NewBalance.com and NewBalance.ca, right? For all those that that's are listening. Correct. Right? Yep. 
That's the yeah. U.S. one yeah. and the Canadian I, sites. Yeah, and you're on Twitter, I would imagine, and have fa- and have Facebook and all the other social media channels as well. Yep, we do. Yeah, we're on uh, on Facebook at, at, at New Balance Canada as well as Twitter, uh, and then we're on Instagram as well at, at New Balance Can. Excellent, excellent. Got it all covered. Listen, it's been great, uh, uh, John. Uh, hearing, uh, like, wow, I I'm really informed. I mean, I I. I I, I think I knew practically nothing about you, uh, your, you and your organization, <laughs> until this uh, until this conversation today. So very appreciated, and uh, and thank you for sharing. Uh, like I said earlier, thank you for your transparency on the kinds of things that you've done, the kinds of things that you're involved in. You know, your buy into technology, your buy into the need to get live, to go digital, and to uh, go where your consumers want you to be. Thanks very much for that. Well, uh, thank you, Tom and Peter and the listeners for uh, giving me and, and New Balance the opportunity to, to speak on, on uh, our brand and, and our strategic vision and where we're looking to go. And um, we're hoping that uh, you know, more and more people choose New Balance um, for things that they're looking for and to help them be better at performance or just everyday life. Um, you know, we're here to really serve the consumer at the end of the day, and we make product um, that is going to hopefully accomplish that uh, at all facets of uh, people's lives. That's super, John. Thanks and, very much. And I've marked uh, March 19th. I've just put a ginormous asterisk on my uh, day timer to go out and buy my pillow shoes. <laughs> Fresh foam Zante, so that's great. You should do that, Tom. That would be awesome. I will be buying them the very first day they're available, and my hips and knees will be thanking you so, so much. Thank you, right, John, for uh, being on the show today. Amazing. It was great uh, talking to you. Take care. Great. Thanks, guys. Thank you, John.